Black Swans. No, this isn't a wildlife sanctuary. You know what we mean. We are the Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. group of seven leaders have launched an infrastructure plan of their own for developing parts of the world to compete with China's efforts. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres, meanwhile, said via a video call that developing countries need a little extra support. Response to the requirements of the developing world in relation to finance in line with the commitments made in the Paris Agreement. And a stronger emphasis on adaptation are three priorities in which I would like to see the G7 countries fully committed. Democratic allies did not immediately agree on how to publicly call out Beijing, including its forced labor practices. Senator Todd Young of Indiana is cheering Senate passage this week of the Endless Frontier Act that's meant to compete against the Chinese Communist Party and its investment in its high-tech industry. Senator Young was interviewed this week by the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities a full head of hair they can do the same for you their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business if you have hair loss don't put this off another day contact i need at their office in egan for your free consultation experience you can trust prices you can afford today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at i need Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Uh, I like that opening even better than the horn concerto, uh, even though the horn concerto is lovely too. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm still at the end of the day, not even so much rock. I, I like some funk with my, uh, I like some funk with my, my, my music. Um, Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Questions and comments. I, I don't want comments on the quality of the food at, at Chipotle or Cadoba. Okay, I'm just that that that's not what this is about. But if you've experienced inflation in something other than a change in the price of the good, I would love to hear from you. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Um, chat I'm having with regular listener Don on uh, Twitter right now has been has been uh, all about um, all all about uh, the changes uh, other ways in which you can change things the quality of the restaurant the quality of the food I mentioned my my son I'm sure I'm sure right now there are restaurants who serve you a hamburger who are fiddling with the mix in their burger trying not to change the the taste while they're trying to reduce the cost. Yes, they do that anyway, but when you get an increase in the input price, you might be willing to do a little bit more of that than you would otherwise. Um, and so we wonder what it's going to do regarding, regarding the Federal Reserve. And as I said, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. And, and, and as I was saying at the end of the hour, my problem is I'm not necessarily hearing that uncertainty in the commentary that's being made by, by Fed officials right now. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some people say, yeah, I think inflation's there. Or I think it's time to start talking about the taper. I hear other people saying, no, it's not really time yet. Um, Sarah Bloom Raskin, she was a former Fed governor. She was also a deputy secretary treasury I can't remember when she was. I want to say this was during the Obama years, but I'm not at all positive I can remember. I will remember that well. But um, um, but uh, she was she was on uh, CNBC uh, earlier this week talking about talking about the fact that the Fed seems to be pretty dedicated to the idea that they don't have an inflation fear right now. Let's play cut number one, please. Well, um, let me tell you, the Fed certainly does not seem to be super concerned, right? Because um, what we have seen is real price pressure, right? There's price pressure in terms of, of, of cars, particularly used cars. There's price pressure in terms of air travel. So there are particular areas that are really, um, really pushing the inflation numbers up higher than anybody, I would say, expected. That said, you see the Fed really holding firm 
really trying to see through this increase as purely transitory. Um, some of them are actually saying welcome, like they're happy to be seeing this, uh, this increase. So uh, the Fed is looking through it and um, looking right past it. And right now, it appears as if markets are doing the same. And, and contrast that with what Larry Summer said. We played this last hour. Let me play this clip just one more time. Cut number eight, please. But it is an elementary fallacy to confuse the idea that we have some transient inflation with the false proposition that all the inflation is uh, transient and we have nothing to be concerned about. I agree with Summers. I'll be very, very honest. I think, I think it can be both. And I, I believe that there are, I believe as well, there are folks, very smart folks in, in, in among economists, some ag- academics, some uh, non-academic, who believe that maybe a slight rise in the expected inflation rate is warranted, that we actually do, that we actually are stuck in a low inflation world in a regime where people expect only 1% inflation, and there's an argument to be made. I am not the one making the argument. I actually don't agree that 1% inflation, expected inflation, is worse than 2% expected inflation. I'm still of the mind that that within a range between maybe even minus 1 and 2 if the expected inflation rate stays stable at any of those in, within that range, there probably isn't much difference in economic performance across those areas. I don't know. I mean, I, I, you can look at a variety of models uh, all the way to from uh, Milton's, uh, Milton Friedman's uh, quantity theory of money papers to uh, some of the new Keynesian stuff, and um, and they will arrive at about that same place. And I'm like, and, and I would say I'm not willing to put a whole lot of emphasis on one number versus the other within that range. Okay. I became comfortable with 2% as the expected number because it's like, yeah, there's a pain to getting down to zero and I can't make you a very good case for why you should, you should bear the pain. So if I can't make you the case and that's where the expectations are right now, then the best thing to do right now is keep them there. Um, I am concerned, though uncertain, I am concerned that we might be frittering away our our solid 2% hedge. Now, I I was actually buoyed a little bit uh by the results of the latest uh, uh the, the latest expect the survey of consumer sentiment that comes uh, survey of consumers that comes from the University of Michigan. Richard Curtin has been doing this I, I can't tell you how long, but I remember reading Richard Curtin when I was in grad school and I was in grad school 40 years ago. Okay, so he's been doing this a long, 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 long time. Um, and, and so he was on Bloomberg Television uh, uh, on Thursday when, when this report was released. The, they do a preliminary and a final. So this is a June number. This is preliminary within the first and second. This, is, this was done in the first week of June, reported out this past week. And... What they showed is consumer, you know, the index of consumer sentiments rose to 86.4 from 82.9 in May, up from 78.1 in June of 2020. So that's a 10% change 
over the year. Uh, if you look at uh, consumer expectations and what's happening with expectations, that number went up, uh, is up almost 16% year over year, June to June, up 6.3% just over the last month. Um, Curtin was on interviewed on on, uh, on Bloomberg surveillance and um, and talked about the fact that what's cool about the Michigan survey is it tends to be a little bit open ended. It doesn't just it, it's a it's a it I believe it's still a telephone survey and I believe it's a telephone survey and and as a survey they actually give their callers their or their, their respondents some room to explain their their responses and they have a way of collecting that information curtin talks about this in uh, in this first cut we have of him this is cut number two last month we recorded the largest one month change in how many people spontaneously mentioned high prices for homes vehicles and uh, household durables and in this month it's come even higher. Now there's two-thirds of all folks that think that home prices are just too high, and it's not causing them to buy a home sooner than they would like to Mm. avoid changes. They're uh, more likely to postpone. And the the critical group is those in the top third of the income distribution, and they were more negative about home and vehicle purchases than the rest of the population. So there's a couple ways you can look at that, but here's what I do. Suppose I think inflation is going to be 2%, 2%, 2%, okay, and my expectations are firm. I observe a months, these last two months, where you know used car prices go up 26%. I'm driving by car lots here. I, I, I've mentioned this on the show before. I drive by car lots a lot because it just it's my normal path to drive to work. I go by three or four different dealerships. And when I come to work on Sundays, which I frequently do to get ready for the week, I come over here for probably about two, two and a half hours and get the desk set for the week, get my, get my, get my ducks in a row. Um, I drive over here and I, and I drive through the parking lots. I want to see what they have. I want to see how much empty space there is. I've been doing this since I started doing the quarterly business report, which comes out tomorrow. We'll talk about this a little bit later in the hour. Um, the I do not ever remember the lots in car, at car dealerships in St. Cloud being as empty as they are right now. Dealers are having dealerships are having to position cars diagonally in order to make their lots look fuller than they did before. Call it parking lot inflation if you wish. Um there, there, there are simply fewer cars on the lot. Now, I don't do much of that. I haven't gone in. I, I probably will do this tomorrow. Um, I used to also go in to try to measure the uh, inventory inside the stores at, the, uh, at Crossroads Mall by just walking through and looking at the racks to see what's there uh, and, and sometimes even going up to a rack and shaking to see if, see if the clothes in there are stuffed in tight or if, they're, or if it's very loose in there. But my sense is inventories are inventories for cars are down, dealerships are down. But the most important thing that Curtin says in that clip is, if I see those prices go up by twenty, twenty-five percent, and I think they're going to continue to go up, 
rational economic behavior is I better buy it now before it goes up even more. If I think those prices are going to come back down because the bottlenecks are going to clear out, then I'm going to wait. So the fact that Curtin says they're waiting is actually a sign that the Fed has yet to actually move expectations to a dangerously high level. That's actually a very positive result for what the Fed's doing right now. So again, I'm trying to present information that might make me think, well, maybe the Fed hasn't, hasn't, um, hasn't messed up too badly yet. And that is actually, if I was a Fed governor or president and I heard that particular clip again, I would say that's a good sign because it means we haven't lost our peg on inflation expectations quite yet. Because if we had, you'd see more sort of like panic buying. I need to buy it before the price goes up even further. We're not seeing that just yet. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. over zany sound effect we were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com but considering how easy it is to do we'll keep it simple too listen to the biz 1440 on the free radio.com app i can probably help you fix your plumbing problem yourself so you don't have to pay me hi i'm troy from champion plumbing if you have a plumbing issue go to our youtube channel first we have a ton of videos to help with common plumbing issues and we make it simple step-by-step instructions At Champion Plumbing, we want to empower homeowners like you to be the champion in your own home. If you can't repair it, then go ahead and give us a call. Subscribe at youtube.com slash champion plumbing. That's youtube.com slash champion plumbing. Now that spring is here, your windshield may be exposed to a few more uh, hazards. So trust your repairs to Advantage Auto Glass. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed right the first time. You root for your home team, so why not trust your windshield to your hometown repair shop, Advantage Auto Glass. So give us a call today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Or if you call your agent or your claims line first, make sure you tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass and no one else. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For chips, nicks, for cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like... uh, giraffe there were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it but there were other things that needed addressing and uh, there were a multitude of things 
from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. All right, Brian, you found the groove there. Welcome back to King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Yeah, that. You know, you guys that hang around uh, John Berg are going to figure, are going to eventually all be into uh, the sound of Philadelphia soul. Um, before you before you finish your time at uh, at uh, the Biz 1440 and our other uh, Salem stations, uh, thank you so much for being being with us. Hey, I should remind you, of course, the Northern Alliance Radio Network rolls on this afternoon over on our sister station, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. I know Brian's going over to work with them all afternoon because you'll have Mitch Berg on as always, the headliner from one to three, and then the new guy, Jack Tomzak, comes on at three o'clock. Is going to be in he's, and and as I understand from Brian, will actually be with us, uh, in, not just in not just in the ether, but will actually be physically present for this particular podcast uh, broadcast. Uh, and wouldn't that be awesome? Um, I've known Jack for a long time. Uh, I consider him a friend. Uh, I used to appear on a show that he had on another station. We are so happy he's decided to come over. Uh, to uh, AM 12A of the Patriot. Uh, we're lucky to have him, and uh, we wish him the best of luck. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. Yes, cars. I mean, Narn Fan mentions on our Twitter feed uh, that uh, that uh, his, uh, his 2019 purchase of a new car, the dealership is offering him... What he says, my dealer wants to give me 97% of what I paid to take it off my hands. And it wasn't an email, right? I've I've gotten somewhat similar things. I had I just had uh, somebody I I stopped to pick I stopped at a store uh, and stopped to visit with somebody an old colleague who's retired now. Uh, haven't seen him since pre-pandemic, so I had a chance to visit with him for thirty minutes. Um, and when I came out of the uh, coffee shop that I'd stopped at, someone had someone had had bumped the front grill and ruin the emblem, the, the, the nameplate on my, on my car. Um, and guess, and you can only guess how much it's going to cost to replace that. No, 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 nothing hit and run. Um, not very happy. Uh, but, um, uh, but at any rate, it's, um, anyway, it's, um, it's a, it's a certainly true car prices have gone up. House prices have gone up. And there has been some pent up demand. Let me return. Richard Curtin uh, is the director of the of the survey the survey of consumers uh, at the University of Michigan, uh, and uh, he also had this to say that they, I mean there really is. I mean we're beginning to see lots of 
of uh, what I think are, is pent-up demand out there. This is Richard Curtin on uh, Bloomberg Television on Thursday. You know, there is uh, substantial evidence that there's pent-up demand. Now, I, I, I don't know why they would call a purchase a revenge purchase, but uh, I think that uh, what we're seeing now is both a substantial increase in purchases due to pent-up demand and their vision that they're going to have stronger job and income prospects during the year ahead. But it's also true that consumers have learned that there's a great deal of uncertainty involved in the economy. And consumers now, uh, when we ask them about their current level of savings, they say, well, you know, it's not that high. I want to hold more savings in reserve because I think the economy uh, is more uncertain going forward. There's that word again. We have uncertainty. Um, but there is evidence that people believe that their job prospects are getting better, uh, that things are things are improving. Uh, here on uh, here on the Biz fourteen forty on Bloomberg Radio during the week. Uh, uh, Barry Ritholtz, who's a normal columnist for them, was on uh, talking about the very, this very question of how consumers are behaving right now and how workers are behaving right now. Um, and he was talking about the teenage unemployment rate. I'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, I thought this point was really ties into, is there that much uncertainty when we're observing so many people quitting jobs at this particular moment? Go ahead and play cut number four, please. And uh, uh, you could tell that wages are moving higher, not because of the BLS or census data, but my favorite data point is the quits rate. The people with full-time jobs who are saying to their bosses, adios, muchachos, and moving on because there are better opportunities at higher wages. And if your boss won't give you a raise, someone else will. That so this week the Jolt survey, the job opening and labor turnover survey, uh, came out. It is one of my favorite surveys, and you probably saw the top line number. The top, what seemed to catch all of the media was the fact that there are 9.3 million job openings it, it, that were reported out in April from from the Jolt survey. Um, you have to read into the article, I think, to see the number that I thought was more important, which Ritholtz call, correctly calls out. Within a single month, 2.7% of all workers were estimated to have quit their jobs to look elsewhere. Is that why the paper sign closing the Cadoba at 7 p.m. was there? Is that why, is that why um, at the... Uh, at the golf course I frequent, the club I, the club I go to, uh, we can't get a, we can't get lunch service on on Sunday. They're never open on Monday, but you can't get lunch service on Sunday either anymore. Is that why we're seeing that? Um, is you know are all of the changes the fact that the uh, the, the that the Chipotle can't get um, somebody outside to change the uh, bag in the in the garbage can is and and clean it up a little bit you know 
if you tell the worker, I need you to go outside and, and wash down the tables out there and change the garbage, does a person say, you know what, I think I can get a better job someplace else where I don't have to, where I don't have to clean garbage cans. I think I'm done. Um, that, is, uh, that is something that can be happening. But that quit rate number is quite important. And this gets to this issue of unemployment insurance, right? You do not qualify for unemployment insurance if you quit a job. Yet people are quitting at a fairly substantial rate. When In our quarterly business report, which will be out tomorrow, I will tweet it to you as soon as i as soon as it's posted by the uh, by our, our one of our partners the St. Cloud Times i should cite my other partners uh, the greater st cloud development corporation which has by the way done a survey or asked its members you know hey what's going on with hiring people and you're getting like you're getting from every place else you're getting this commentary that it's really hard to keep workers um, national federation of independent businesses reported out uh, that nearly half of small businesses unable to fill job openings uh uh, bill dunkelberg who i've quoted many times here who's the chief economist at the nfib said small business owners are struggling at record levels trying to get workers back in open positions owners are offering higher wages to try to remedy the labor labor shortage problem ultimately higher labor costs are being passed on to customers and higher selling prices we have been observing for quite some time that any time, so we've been doing our own survey of central Minnesota area businesses, St. Cloud area businesses. We've been doing this survey since 1998. We're, we're not quite yet at the levels we had at the very first survey. The first survey we did in 1998, we had the number one issue by a long shot was I can't find qualified workers. And the response in that very first survey is higher than anything we've ever had since. But we're now approaching that level again. And every time that number goes up, we also ask them, what do you expect to do in the next six months regarding, say, the level of your sales, uh, the number of people you're hiring, employee compensation? And we ask them also about What do you expect to happen with prices received for your goods? We are seeing, as we always see at this time, businesses desiring to pass through their costs, okay, to pass on the higher costs of their labor in prices to their customers. Here, then, is the ultimate question. Can they do so? Can they do so? Will it be possible to raise your prices and make those increased prices stick? Because, understand, this shortage is temporary, but what we know about wages is that they are very sticky in a downward direction. I typically will not, not, not look at a decrease in demand by saying, could I have, could I pay you 10% less for the same job you're doing now because I've got 10% fewer customers? I have my sales are down 10%. Can I reduce your wage by 10%? They would say, as, as Ritholz said, adios, muchacho, I'm going to go work someplace else. Well, what if everybody's down 10%? Well, the economic evidence seems to suggest that if we're all down 10%, you still get a lot of pushback 
in lots of quitting from from people from from workers they resist it even when that change is pervasive through the industry you won't be able to find the higher wage anywhere else now nah, it doesn't matter they're they're not they don't they don't think they're the ones that are supposed to take it you're ha- you you go right ahead and do it with somebody else that's why you see people pay bonuses rather than wait than raises the bonuses are one time you can make a bonus go away but cutting at somebody's wage mm, that has a very very negative impact on how things go okay there's pretty good evidence of wage stickiness i believe uh, it's not uniform but there's pretty good evidence of that and i believe that 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 when we're seeing these increases these higher wages if they're not able to pay that through in higher prices okay if that doesn't happen um businesses might be in trouble and there's that uncertainty because they've tried this before and it hasn't worked they've tried to raise prices in 2013 and 14 they tried raising prices in 2013 2018 and it didn't work it's part of why the fed thinks that they're that they can keep the they can they can keep the spigot high because inflation expectations are so stuck they can't get higher we'll see we'll see back after this you're listening to the king banyan show on the biz 1440 <laughs> If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. High pressure, hot water. American Pressure is your local family-owned source for pressure washers since 1976. We focus on what you need to clean. We offer the best brands of hot and cold pressure washers, complete wash bays, portable systems, and custom build. We do it all for you. If you need hot water and high pressure, think American Pressure. That's AmericanPressure.com. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams. 
your rates won't increase and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, The Biz 1440. So the through line of this last 90 minutes, let me be very clear about what I've been trying to drive at today. As we are preparing, uh, as I noted, and I, I didn't check at the break, so I'll check again because I, I normally don't see it at this time, but... I'll check just in case it comes up. I usually won't talk too much about what's in the quarterly business report until it gets published. Um, we do have a, uh, a quarterly business report review. I will post that information to you. It's free. It will be on Zoom. This is probably the last time we'll be exclusively online. We expect uh, in September to be back with uh, an in-person opportunity. Uh, but um, I, I, we expect, I mean, pandemic may the pandemic may have other plans for us uh but at this moment we expect to be in an in a place although we we have learned during this pandemic that there really is substantial demand for the uh substantial demand for uh, a, a a broadcast or a stream of our of our things there's there's at least 30 to 40 people that uh we know are streaming us who are watching us we know never came to an in-person event before maybe that's curiosity maybe but we think it's largely an access issue so we're going to keep it going we're going to find ways to make sure we've got we've got uh the ability to stream it uh but you'll be able to participate that's thursday morning um between eight and nine uh, central time here uh from uh, now i'll be doing it from here in my office at uh, scsu just where i am right at this moment um, except then I'll have the camera on as opposed to the camera down and hidden like I normally keep it. Um, you get the sense, and I, and I don't have time to talk about this this week, but I, do, I think I'll talk about it next week because I'm going to get the question, one of the questions I expect to get is, well, is the recession over then? And my answer is it's too soon to say whether, the, whether, whether it's over. And it's not just because it's not just because of the pandemic, but it also comes from how is it that we measure when a recession ends? I think of there being four major categories of economic activity that have to reach the levels they were at before. And those those are income and sales, employment and production. At this moment, 
we're still short eight and a half million in employment. Now, I don't think a lot. I think this. I don't. I think we will struggle to get that number back. And I expect actually at some point that National Bureau of Economic Review Dating Committee is going to have to have to struggle with that as well. I'll talk about more of that next time. I actually want to talk about something else. But I, I know that question will come. But I think some people are going to. I I think part of that part of the question is is when you're thinking about whether or not you've come out of a recession is thinking about whether or not you've returned to the trends you were at two, three, you know, I would say late 2019. Um, and I think, I th- and so Brad McMillan, who's the chief investment officer for Commonwealth Financial Network, um, uh, it was on uh, was on Bloomberg Radio here on uh, the Biz fourteen forty earlier this week, um, and it was talking about that recovery, and I think that recovery is further along than that employment number is. And let me let me go ahead and play this this cut for you because this is cut number five. So when you look at this, what we're seeing, you know, yes, we've seen a fantastic recovery, but we're largely just recovering back to the previous trend line. So as we move past the pandemic, it's about the economy, and the economy continues to do extremely well. You know, I think we've still got some more upside ahead. So there is upside, I think, because if you're just struggling back to the previous trend line, one thing that I believe will happen is um, – as we heard Richard Curtin say in the in, previously in this hour, um, that there is pent up demand, or or this phrase revenge demand, which I, I I admit I'd never heard it before, and it's like that that term made no sense to me. Just as I I I heard uh, I, I saw on uh, uh, that Ken, one of our Twitter commenters, referring to candy bar inflation as shrinkflation. I will say I'm not familiar with that term, but my guess is it's somebody who's younger than 50 who didn't experience the changes in their candy bars or, and probably is somebody that doesn't eat Toblerone. Um, so <laughs> that's a, that's a, I think that there is that, that trend coming back, but here's the, here's the number one question and part of what that uncertainty that we've been talking about. So again, the through line, the through line through all of this has been we're experiencing something that the economy that I think we're now experiencing for the first time in 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 ways that people that don't listen to the King Banyan show or listen to the biz 1440 people that don't read deeply into the Wall Street Journal they're experiencing inflation okay Brian experienced inflation because he says why the heck is my why the heck is my burrito from Chipotle so dang small? And my answer is, well, we've been here before. <laughs> but you have to be someone who's, you have to be someone that's been on this planet for 55 years or so to have really ever truly experienced this. This picture on top of the, rev- I, I got to tweet this to you as well. This picture on top of the review section of this morning's Wall Street Journal, the weekend edition of the journal, that's a picture from 1966. I'll date myself. I was nine years old when this picture was taken. I'd be one of the kids whose hands being held, not not the, the adult holding the sign. But I remember the smaller, talking about smaller candy bars. 
because it was a, it was scandalous. There was a thing back then. So not ever having experienced this before, you've got a lot of people going, hmm, what's this really about? I don't understand. At the moment, I think it's fine. We played Sarah, we played Sarah Bloom Raskin, former, former Fed governor, saying, hey, the Fed's looking right past this. Today, that might not be the worst thing to do. That might be okay, but it might not be okay even tomorrow. And I know you want me to trust Jay Powell's spidey senses. I'm not sure I'm all the way there with that. Another part of this issue is I don't know. Here's, so I don't know why nominal interest rates have fallen this last week or two. I'm actually not as worried about that question as I'm worried about this question which is, what does the new equilibrium of this economy look like? We can't know if we're overheating the economy. We, getting back to where we were before requires that I have some concept of whether or not the economy in 2021 looks the same as it does in, did in 2019. But, of course, it doesn't. McMillan talks about this as well. This is, again, Brad McMillan yesterday on Bloomberg Surveillance uh, uh, cut number six, please. Well, of course there was, and that was the pullback. But then the question becomes, how lasting is that damage? The damage was real, and it was substantial in the short term. And if we, if the government has left it at that, then we very well might be looking at a depression right now. But that's not what they did. They gave the uh, cushion to get us through that and to get us back to reopening. And because of that, we're simply in a place where if you look year on year, absolutely huge, huge changes. If you look over the past two years, actually, we're still pretty much on track. But but I would I would respond to him and say, but the composition of consumption, the composition of the labor force, the composition of firms operating in this in the economy in 2021 are not the same as they were in 2019. Just a point, just just to raise this point. That, this is from a this is from a, a survey done by Morning Consult. I'll actually show this at the Quarterly Business Report review. This is a this is a truly fascinating piece for me. According to them, okay, and this is not an official survey. This is from their weekly calling of consumers, workers that they've been doing. They're 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 a private company. If you look at the change in the number of people that are working, right? There's been a between between September 2020 and May of, and May 22nd of this year. Number of people employed rose by seven tenths of a percent from, in their survey, but the number of people who are unemployed fell by 1.4 percent. That net change means that half the people that were that are unem, that were unemployed at the beginning in September. Have simply ex- are no longer in the labor force. Well, why are they not in the labor force? Some of them are claiming are claiming disability. In fact, that's eight tenths of their survey. Eight tenths of one percent in the survey say that they have a disability. Now, that disability may, in fact, involve or excuse me, that disability number is down eight tenths percent. So they 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 claim that they were disabled before. They now no longer claim they're disabled. 
the number of people becoming students actually only changed by a smidge, okay? There are other reasons you're not in the labor force. The number one reason people have not left the labor force, remember, the, the group not in the labor force rose by seven-tenths of 1% of the population. 1.9% of the population, according to the survey, between September and May have retired. Now, you can unretire, right? They can say they're retired and they're only really retired for now. They might come back. But as, I, as I've said in a couple other fora over the last couple of weeks, the difference between now and, and, and 2008-2009 is in 2008-2009, your 401k was a 201k. It had been, it had been devastated by the great financial crisis. In this place, after, after a six, seven-week uh, cratering of, of the stock price indices, it's roared back to new highs. That 1.9% retirement number is being supported by a stock market from which the, many people are looking at it and saying, you know what, I think I could actually afford to retire and I don't have to put up with this COVID nonsense anymore. I don't have to do this. And that they're stepping out. Question, as this economy heats up, as wages rise, how many of them are going to re-enter and unretire? Well, unless the stock market takes a nosedive, in which case other, other conditions will change, I'm not sure it's going to be that many. We'll be right back with our last segment of the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. My pain was an electrical pain that would go down my right leg all the way to my foot. It's like being hooked to an electric fence. Diane, a Twin Cities resident, has been suffering from neuropathy since 2006. The pain level that I had was anywhere from a 7 to 8 on a good day. Here's what happened after Diane started seeing Dr. Ben Knight, D.C. at Abundant Life Chiropractic. After the first two weeks, I had tremendous pain relief. I now see five to six hours minimum. My balance is much better. This has been an awesome pain travel for me, and I would highly recommend it to anyone. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is still not improving? Get answers today by contacting me, Dr. Knight, DC, at Abundant Life Chiropractic in Shanhassen. Call 952-300-8338 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with us. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. 
Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit My Three Quotes online. That's My Three Quotes. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Welcome back, King Banging Show. Rain a day, rain all day. Yes. No use of getting up tired, just let it groove its own way. I might have to play the rest of that off of Spotify on my way to on my way to the uh, golf course later. Very, very nice, Brian. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, for your assistance in highlighting uh, burrito inflation today. By the way, that's going to have to be the title of the first hour podcast here. Don't forget, if you go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com uh, and you join our VIP club, there's a couple things you can do there, right? First of all, you can get the podcast for this show and go going back for, gosh, a long, long time uh, and, uh, and, uh, and hear all of that. And the other thing is, I believe you're going to go over there and see some, you're going to be able to go over there and see some, uh, see some opportunities for uh, Father's Day's gifts. Um, Father's Day coming up next weekend. Um, will be the, uh, will be the, uh, fifth time I've had, uh, Father's Day without my dad being, being with us. Um, so, uh, I intend to mark it uh, a little bit specially a week from, a week from tomorrow. Uh, it's also the first one where, where my mom won't be with us. So, um, it's going to be a little strange, but, uh, I will tell you that, uh, Father's Day, uh, is something I look forward to, not because I'm a dad, but because I have a dad. Uh, so hopefully you have that same attitude. Uh, 651-289-4477, if you've got a last question or comment, just a few minutes left in the show today. Um, again, uh, if you go to, again, uh, look at the website after the show uh, uh, for, or go to, uh, go to sctimes.com over the weekend. You will see, you will see the, uh, the quarterly business report, which will be out tomorrow. Um, it is an excellent report. We got a lot of comments on hiring questions. We got a lot of comments regarding. Um, we got a lot of comments regarding uh, regarding uh, the. We got a lot of comments regarding uh, supply chain issues. Uh, just in general, our business leaders and there's there's about. We send this out to about a hundred of them and. And we get about half of them to respond to us more or less in the summer. Sometimes the response rate's a little lower because people are on vacation. But it's still a pretty good sample. And we've talked to these same people for over 20 years. Um, and I, I think their information is excellent. I, Again, I don't think you can say with any certainty how much scarring has happened, how many, how many jobs that are out there simply are not going to come back. 
But what I'll note as well, one thing I've noticed in working with a lot of data about new business formation in Minnesota is that there has been a lot more business formation, creations of uh, LLCs uh, and new corporations and indeed new filings that indicate that they are planning on hiring workers by getting a getting uh, uh, employment identification numbers and so forth. I don't think there's any, I don't know when we'll, when we'll decide what date it was that the recession ended, but there is no question that there is, there is opening. And, and that opening isn't, isn't also leading to concerns about inflation because you have supply chair, chain issues. I, I, I tweeted, uh, you really should follow us at Pound KBRS if you don't, I tweeted yesterday that the uh, cash shipments index was uh, very, very high, and they're reporting they're still having a lot of trouble getting goods shipped from the ports in Los Angeles and Long Beach in because people are not only buying goods, but there's an attempt to restock goods and services as well. Um, um, as well, and and that will keep that in that will keep that GDP number uh, growing higher and higher, sales growing higher and higher. I don't. I think the recession dating will happen within the, within a few months, uh, rather than rather than another year of this. Which, if you'd asked me that a year ago, I'd have said, "Oh, that that's really optimistic." I hope you're right, but I'm not sure you're right. And so, uncertainty is the rule of the day. Uh, we should take the professor's uh, comments uh, to heart. Um, but is there inflation out there? Boy, I'll tell you what. The way you hear people talking about it is the part that I think if I was meeting with the Fed this week, that's the part I would spend my time talking about, is that. And we'll be back with you next week to talk about it as well. Thank you, Brian, and thank you so much, everybody, for listening. King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. I have a traumatizing childhood memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family, and I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan, and unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters, but we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers. And then, once you do grab that Easter egg, see our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at unitedfaithmortgage.com. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1335. Rec NMLS number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800 800- 
Dennis Prager here with my friend, Mike Hilborn, owner of Roof to Deck Restoration. Mike, I've seen roofs in the Twin Cities that have many years of life left, but are streaked and stained and look, quite honestly, terrible. Your company actually removes those streaks? Dennis, many people don't know it, but those black streaks and stains are caused by an algae that can be killed and cleaned away. Our process makes roofs look new again. Algae and moss grow on cedar shake roofs. Moss is especially damaging because it actually feeds on the cedar wood and prevents the wood from drying. And when wood doesn't dry, it rots. Cleaning and sealing a cedar shake roof actually extends the life of a roof. Mike, how can people learn more? See videos on our website at RoofToDeck.com. That's RoofToDeck.com. For a free quote, call 651-699-3504. Call now through Thursday and receive $100 off your project of $1,000 or more.